to the Ukulele Video Playlong Podcast. My name is Chris Russell. I'm a middle school music teacher, and I have incorporated ukulele into choir in grades 6, 7, and 8 at the middle school level. Uh, we open our new building next week, one week from tomorrow morning, and um, my room hasn't been ready yet. In fact, they were just putting in the floor today, but the things have been arriving. So uh, we ordered for our school 71 outdoor ukuleles. We ordered one that had double pickups that I can use in a concert uh, so that we could all look the same. And they're all green. Our school colors are green and white. We have some black thrown in there too. And um, Outdoor Ukulele sells these at a discount to schools. So if you contact them with a school purchase order, it ends up being a discount of about 40%. Now, I've talked about outdoor ukuleles before. Uh, if not on this podcast, definitely on my YouTube channel. You can find me at youtube.com slash ukulele tenor. And again, that's uh, because I'm a tenor that plays ukulele, not because I just like tenor ukulele. But uh, we ordered one instructor one with a tenor with two pickups. We ordered 60 tenors and then 10 sopranos. And then also of those, six of the tenors were strung left-handed and two of the 10 sopranos were strung left-handed. So we have plenty of instruments for left-handed students. And then the other thing is um, outdoor can sell you the kids' colored strings by Aquila, but at the same time, uh, their price reflects the standard market price of those strings. So um, we weren't able to buy the strings uh, on the ukulele or buy the ukulele without any strings. So unfortunately, I had to swap the Dadarios that were on there for the uh, kids' strings. Now, if you contact Aquila directly as a school, they will sell you sets of 20 of these kids' strings at a time, uh, and they come packaged like this, so they're sealed, they're, they don't have a fancy whatever. They do include usually the labels. Um, I took those out of this bag already. But then you get 20 of the blue, which is the A string, 20 of the yellow, which is the E string, 20 of the red, and 20 of the green, and the pricing is much lower than using pretty much any other string. Now, I'm pretty sure that all you're going to hear on the recording right now is crinkling of these, but I'll, I'll put those away. I had an interesting conversation with Philip Tamburino, who is uh, the one of the big ukulele names in our country in the last 10 years in terms of education, and uh, he and I have a slight difference of opinion. I love these. I think they're fantastic for teaching and I don't think it's a crutch. Uh, he worries that this might be a crutch. Um, meanwhile, other teachers will put labels on their ukuleles, and if you're doing that, I am not picking on you. But I like the idea of colored strings because eventually your fingers know where to go, and as I do the play-alongs and make the video play-alongs, eventually I go away from using the colored strings to just normal uh, one-color charts. So kids figure it out. They, they do fine with that. But again, they learn so much more quickly when you say blue string, third fret, instead of trying from the very beginning to go, oh, that's the first string, because they'll just get confused. Now, as it comes to the outdoor ukuleles here, I was uh, considering positives and negatives of why um, you would want to do outdoor ukuleles. So let me, let me go over some of those. First of all, the sound 
it's not wood. It's not a wood ukulele, and it sounds like that. And uh, they're a little bit more quiet than a wood ukulele. Now, I have another ukulele. Actually, I have a number of ukuleles here to demonstrate. But um, I just, I've, I've actually recorded but not uploaded it yet, so I'll probably do that later tonight. But uh, here is a Lanakai LU21 Soprano that I picked up at on craigslist and i i did a video blog about this the other day and i'll i'll post that soon uh, i've cleaned up the fretboard oiled the fretboard cleaned up the frets and put on martin strings on it instead of the uh, keyless super guts that have been on this since it was purchased uh, probably six years ago or so and it's out of tune now uh, if you haven't seen my posts about it here is the Jawoom Smart Tuner, and this thing is great because it has an automatic mode that will tune these things without me having to say which one I'm on. So let's say I'm going up to the A string, I can skip the E string, and as long as you're in the relative ballpark, it tunes it. So unlike the Rode 2, which you have to go in sequence, you don't have to go in sequence if your strings are relatively in tune. But listen to the volume of this LU21, which is a very standard entry-level ukulele of the previous generation. Uh, current ukuleles like this would be really maybe the Kala KA15, although that has some uh, benefits as this one doesn't, um, or perhaps even the Makala uh, MKS would be very similar. But listen to this. Listen in comparison with the tenor ultra ukulele, and it's going out of tune. These strings are brand new, and one of the negatives is that the strings stretch a lot. Now that's always true of, of ukuleles. Uh, when you change the strings, it takes a long time for them to tune up, and people get upset because they're like, something's wrong with my ukulele, it won't tune up. Well, nothing's wrong with the ukulele. The strings just stretch a lot. So, alright, one more time in your ears, and I'm not playing any harder or louder or purposefully louder, so. Okay, that's the LU21 wood laminate ukulele, not even full wood like my Koloas, listen. It is softer than an LU21 Soprano, and that's not necessarily a problem when you do in a class, but for some people, they like the wood sound, and it is more quiet. Second, the frets can disappear a little bit. Um, on my clear one, which I have right here, it can be really difficult to see the frets. And this is my personal ultra ukulele, which I'm going to show you guys a little bit later, uh, with Aquila uh, sugar strings on it, but this one... Um, it's a little better, but if you're not paying attention, you can miss those frets because they're not silver like on a normal ukulele. So those beginners that, that are focused like this on their ukulele, which they shouldn't be, right? The ukulele shouldn't be held uh, horizontal, but it should be vertical, right? When you're holding it, they can lose that. 
Uh, third, there are no side dots. Now, a lot of beginners don't even care, but people that have played for a while do care. And that's uh, just watched a ukulele friend of mine, or someone I'd like to be a friend of mine, Vic Schmeltz. Uh, he's a uh, uh, retired uh, church musician and pastor from uh, the East Coast. He recently reviewed some outdoor ukuleles and had, you know, just wasn't happy with the fact that there aren't side dots. And for an instrument that appeals to so many uh, ukulele players because of its its ruggedness, that's a real bummer. And he was just like, you can do better after ukulele. Well, maybe they can, but when they make these molds, the molds are permanent, so they'd have to add something to the mold, you know, stick out to make that happen when they're, they're making it. So I don't know. Um, there's no concert size of these, and that's my favorite size myself. It's my favorite size to get going with students because um, it's not as small as a soprano. It's not as big as a tenor, so uh, that's kind of a bummer. Uh, the headstock sticker. There are going to be some of these that disappear on my students' ukuleles because they will pick them off. So um, I may contact them and ask them if I can get some replacement stickers, but uh, unfortunately, a sticker will eventually disappear in a school setting. Um, it's heavier than a traditional ukulele. Now, again, we're not talking about, you know, deathly over heavy. You know, it's not going to wear out your arms holding it. But at the same time, a traditional wood ukulele would be lighter. Uh, if you don't like the action, you can't adjust it. So the, the action is fixed. It's that high with a permanently uh, molded bridge and the nut you're not going to adjust. Now we'll come back to action in just a second. There's no upgrade of this. So like if you have Kala KA-15s in your school that you bought at a great price, uh, students can look at those and love them and fall in love with the ukulele and want to step up to the next level of Kala. There is no next step of outdoor ukulele. There's just these. Now they do have a carbon model that we did not buy that are supposed to be a little more durable, which these things are already rock solid, um, and a little bit brighter, meaning would project a little bit more, 15%, they say. But really, that's that's not a major upgrade, like switching from a Kala laminate to a Kala solid top ukulele or something like that. Um, you can't use metal or wound metal strings on an outdoor ukulele. It'll vo void your warranty if you do. Some people don't like the neck shape. Very few people now. Uh, the previous model of outdoor ukulele, the, the soprano that they came out with as an original Kickstarter, uh, had sharp edges. So most people that play this actually really like it, but it's very flat. Um, and it's great because it forces your thumb to stay in the back, but for some people they may not like that. Uh, you don't get a gig bag or other goodies with this. When you buy a tenor, uh, the street price is about $140 or so. Uh, for one of these, and basically the only place to buy them most of the time is outdoor ukulele directly. You don't get a gig bag, you don't get a tuner, you don't get this, you don't get that, like some of those kits for $50, that kind of deal. And, uh, and then really, the, the real kicker then would be the cost. So uh, if your school is looking at ukuleles and these are $140 and the tenors are, or sorry, the sopranos are $100, you look and that go, well, I could buy two calas for that. Well, the truth is, again, if you're a school and you're buying a set of 15 or more of these, Ultra Ukulele has promised to uh, give schools a discount. And for us, it worked out to be a 40% discount, which is 
pretty significant and that that includes the cost of shipping and also so that's all pretty good so those are the negatives so i think that's a pretty fair representation of the negatives in outdoor ecosystem let's talk about the positives this thing is super super durable um, you can drop them, they can break, but they're going to handle spills that a wood ukulele can't. I think middle school students in particular, but really any kind of student, these things really can take a beating and that's kind of important. Um, you also don't have to worry about the humidity issues. And so if your school is a northern climate school, when they turn heat on in your building, you get fret creep, um, you get sharp fret ends, you get bowing necks and all that stuff. That's not going to happen to these because they're designed to be in minus 40 to positive 250 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So you're not going to have that problem. So that's, they're unbelievably durable. That's number one. Number two, perfect action. Now, I, again, earlier I said that you can't adjust the action. That's true. But every one of these is set up perfectly for the average player. Now, I'm sure there's somebody out here who this is too high for or too low for. But for the average player, this is a dream to play. And to have a student starting off where they don't have to work very hard to make a chord, that is incredible. And I will guarantee you that if you're buying ukuleles in a set from Cala um, or even from a lot of local music stores, they're not going to set up those ukuleles for you. They'll check them for buzzes and other things before they send them to you, but they're not going to set them up like these. Now, outdoor ukulele has a benefit, which these are perfectly made every time. It's There's nothing to go wrong in that process. It's just a mold that spits it out. So there is no adjustment for them to make. I mean, that's brilliant, and that's a good thing. But it comes back to the player. So even though you lose a little bit of volume, you know, it's out of tune already because, again, these strings stretch. By the way, those kid strings, the yellow and the, the red strings, stretch the most, which always just blows my mind because you'd think those thick strings wouldn't stretch as much as they do. But, man, do they stretch. Um, there is a consistency of sound between these ukuleles. And let me show you this, okay? So here is uh, one that I've numbered number 44 in our series. I made our top ukuleles like numbers 60, 59, 58, uh, 57, 56, and 55, those six are our lefties, so I know where to direct people that are going to play left-handed. And um, so anyway, if you have wood ukuleles, every one can sound different. If you ever have a chance to play kamakas, one kamaka will sound like heaven and the next will stand very sound very standard. It's Wood is so temperamental on the tree itself and the, the, the wood that's used and all that stuff. These sound exactly the same. Okay, that's number 44. Alright, now let me switch ukuleles. I'm going to have to tune this one too. This is number 54. So this one I strung up basically 10 after the other. Gotta go out the other way. Now, by the way, as that tunes, some people will uh, get upset because they'll be like, you should only tune up. Well, when you're tuning 60 ukuleles at a time or 70 ukuleles at a time, 
If it goes down for one note or two, you'll live with it. Now listen to this one. Hear that? Now, switching. Other than this one going slightly out of tune, they sound exactly the same. Now, I wanted to prove something. Here is my outro ukulele. This was before the company changed uh, molding companies. They used the same mold, exactly the same, same product, um, a little different color. They Even the, the clear ones don't listen, look like this anymore. But listen to this. So if any ukulele doesn't really benefit from a massive change of strings like some, Outro Ukulele may be it. This, may be it. this these are Aquila sugar strings, which I like a lot. Um, I normally play a fluorocarbon, which I'm happy to play with too, but the sugars are pretty nice. Um, these are Aquila Super Nile Gut, basically, the kids, and they sound basically the same on these instruments. If anything, this one might be a little louder, but it's basically the same. So it's a consistency of sound. So one kid isn't going to get a great sounding ukulele, or another kid gets a less sound, great sounding ukulele. They all sound the same. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's it's true. Uh, the volume issue. If you have 60 kids playing ukulele at one time, that's not a problem. <laughs> okay, so less sound is not a problem. Another cool part are the slotted nut slots on these ukuleles. Typically a concert and tenor and baritone and larger ukuleles will have a Tyvar bridge. Uh, there are exceptions to that. Uh, Kaniela has uh, pins like a guitar, uh, but this makes it really quick and easy to change a string when they break, and they will break. The, the, they look cool. This does look cool. Um, students will want to play these because they look cool, and they do. Um, maybe even cooler than some wood ukuleles. That's that's probably true. Uh, Grover tuners. Now, I had heard that Outdoor Ukulele was going to be upgrading their tuner series, but they haven't yet. So these are Outdoor Ukulele's uh, Grover tuners and you're not gonna find a better geared tuner, even though it's an open tuner. Doesn't have to be a closed tuner to be good. Uh, you're not gonna find better tuners than that in the market for a geared that tuner. You. That your Kala or your Ohana at that same price point will not have these tuners. They just won't. Um, there are There's no neck warping here, so that's a big deal. Uh, there's no sharp fret ends. I've already talked about that, but that's different than durability too. Um, durability means that you'll drop it and it won't break, but one of the problems I've had teaching in a school with low humidity in the upper Midwest is these frets get sharp and it hurts to play, and that's not the case with an outdoor ukulele, and it never will. So that was a major selling point for these. Again, I've talked about the flat neck that some people might not like, but it is great for putting your thumb on. And then the final thing, yeah, the cost is expensive, $140 for one of these. Now again, in the world of ukuleles, if you're just looking for a $50 ukulele, well, um, be careful what you buy because it will probably need to be set up and adjusted. But $140 is not a lot for a very, very durable instrument. 
But again, Audrey Ukulele offers to schools a 40, roughly a 40% discount if you order in batches of 15 from a school account. And they're, they were really good to work with. Um, I wish we could have got them with the kids' strings or sent them strings to do that. That didn't work out for us, but that's okay because um, I was able to switch them all over myself. Now you say, how long does it take to change strings on 71 ukuleles? Probably about seven hours, to be honest. So I can get about 10 done an hour or so. So full day of work to uh, change all those strings. But it will pay off uh, in time and in the instruction in my classroom. So I um, wanted to show you those outdoor ukuleles. And then I had one more thing that I wanted to show you in this podcast here uh, before I call it a, a day. Okay, so the other thing I want to talk about is these two instruments. And I already talked about the Lanakai a little bit. But uh, what I wanted to talk about is what I'm doing with these instruments. I have students every year who are looking to buy a ukulele, but the idea of a $50 kit or more is too much for them. So I have started looking at sites like Craigslist and Let Go and Offer Up and looking for ukuleles that are cheap. And uh, in the recent weeks, I found these two, and I made a video about finding them. Um, and that will be uploaded before this video gets uploaded. And I, again, I have uh, oiled the bridges, I've oiled the fretboards, I've cleaned up the fretboards with steel wool and, and the, the frets with steel wool, changed the strings, and um, these I will sell back to students for the same price that I put into them. So I got them for $20 each plus uh, $6 of strings. And that's all I'll charge for them, not even my time or anything for picking them up or anything. But that way I can get two more ukuleles into the hands of students for $25 or $26 uh, versus a $50 purchase. And you can't even buy this entry-level Lanakai anymore, I believe. Although I think you can buy uh, Lanakai's even less, not I wouldn't like to say lesser brand, but Lanakai's entry-level brand, which is Corella. You, you can buy one probably in the same, you know, $40 to $50 range. So this will save some someone some money. Now, the other thing I want to talk about really quickly was this is, I think, a pretty early dolphin. Uh, the, the mom that sold them said that she bought them for her kids. They never played them, so they just basically sat in their garage. Now, again, the Macala dolphin has a plastic back with a solid wood front and then a traditional wooden neck. And uh, currently, it would be walnut bridge and fretboard, although these older ones would be rosewood, and rosewood is now restricted wood. The couple things I wanted to show, um, and I do have that other dolphin that I bought my sons. I made a video about how to change strings, and I've got a, a little bit newer dolphin. But a couple things that I noticed are the older dolphins had rosette, and they also had a completely painted side sound hole which the newer ones don't have and these this one sounds a little more bassy compared to which was a funny thing to say about a soprano compared to the other soprano
So I'm sure some kid will be very, very, very happy to pick that up for the cost that I have into it. So if you are looking to help a kid get a ukulele, don't be afraid to check out places like Craigslist, Let Go, Let It Go, or Let It Go. Yeah, that'd be a Disney movie, uh, or part of a Disney movie with Frozen. Uh, let Go or Offer Up, and you might uh, f find a way to help some students in that process. So um, have a great day, great start to your school year, and we'll see you with the next podcast. <laughs>